You are listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers of Lens. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of First Gen Teacher Lens. So I wanted to talk about something that has been, I guess, weighing on me um, for about a couple weeks now, and it's honestly, I've burned out. So yesterday I was thinking about recording, but just to be transparent with my audience and anybody else who, who's listening, and even though I'm, my team on the podcast number is like i was just like i don't feel like recording tomorrow because i was so burnt out from like all the deliverables that we have at my school and just everything that's going on right now it feels like it's overwhelming and i want to talk about that because um i guess end of the year burnout usually does happen um but there are ways to kind of mitigate that so let's jump right in let's chat for a little bit probably a shorter episode, kind of like the last one where it's like 10, 15 minutes. And I am going to talk about standards, not in the way that I thought I was going to, but uh, stay tuned. I'll have a get, I'll have a few guests on next coming weeks. So hopefully everything's all good with that. So stay tuned. Uh, this is First Gen Teacher Lens. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the First Gen Teacher Lens podcast. I'm um, your host, Mr. C, aka Mr. Calderon. Um, either or is fine. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about is teacher burnout before i get to that don't forget if you are listening to leave some comments uh in terms of like whether i'm posting on apple Podcasts or any other streaming platform um leave some reviews what can i improve on i'll leave a rating i'm cool with that um what do i need to improve on you know i'm here to learn just like all of you guys and i think i'm learning from everybody in this realm of ed teacher podcasting um anyway so let's talk about teacher burnout at the end of the year which i do think happens every year you know you go through your curriculum and you're done with you know testing and then there's like an immense amount of idle time that is consumed in your classroom at least for me that's how it feels like where i think the state exam should be pushed like in high school where they're in june and they come in for a half day or like they'll have sections um which doesn't happen at the i want to say middle school level so it's kind of a problem in itself where you are competing with finding fun stuff to do and um i find myself doing that now where it's march you know tests would be over i'll still be going over i want to say poetry and myths and uh, maybe doing a novel study, but uh, due to the new constraints of this year, novel study got pushed forward, 
And the kids really enjoyed it. They really liked um, the outsiders who were reading. They really connected to the characters like Johnny and Dally, where they're writing RIP in the chat. But what I noticed in the week or the two weeks after that is that the kids were like not saying anything. And I got this, um, I want to say, uh, remote that like plays applause crickets or rimshot if you tell a joke or um you know booze so when no kid responds i just play the cricket button because it's all here and it's been having more happening more and more frequently to the point where i'm just like is there something wrong with my questioning and i feel so frustrated just where i'm planning to if you just for the sake of planning and you know we're testing to just a test, like I said in the last podcast episode, where it just feels like there's this overwhelming amount of pressure on teachers right now to get this mythical data due to learning loss, which is a social construct. I think um, Classroom Brew and uh, podcaster that was I was on his podcast and he was online um, put it best. It is it's a social construct that. If a kid was behind grade levels before the pandemic, they're pretty much behind now. So is it really learning loss? I don't know. I don't have the definitive answer for that. And then I saw another comment where I wish that could be possible, where it was, um, I think, a person in the Teach Better Network where they were you know, saying that administrators should just tag out this year tag out see what's going on in other classrooms um and it says if you if you haven't done this war this weekend give a great time to call your teachers they're doing a great job and they appreciate that so i believe it was um david from um uh from the teach better network um who who is um, an educator and I believe believe he has his own, I'm pretty sure he has a podcast on the uh, Teach Better Network. Um, but in his quote, let me get it out now, just I was like, I wish it could be possible where he wrote, leaders this year, let's shake it up. Instead of getting big data and looking at deficits to fix, set your eyes to find what's working, celebrate your strength to build run, seek and yet ye shall find. So he mentioned another quote where it's just that, let's do tag outs, here it is. Go to a teacher's classroom takeover and send them to walk through to the other rooms of the pier. They'll learn more from them than from you. You'll learn more from teaching than preaching. And I appreciated this so much. I don't know how much uh, he knows, or I guess now he knows, but Dave, if you're listening, like I really appreciate that because I think that is a viable, um, I wanna say, connection to make, right? Like why are we so focused on um, data this year if it seems out of whack to get into the, the first place, right? Um, oh, this podcast is the last learning podcast. Definitely check it out. Um, subscribe on iTunes. But basically, is I wish that were true for my school because I feel like 
whatever the teachers are creating in other classrooms, like maybe you have a teacher that has this engaging activity in a classroom and it's working. It's kind of pushing back against that end of the year burnout where teachers, not only teachers, but students feel it, right? And I think this works because I was in one of my grad school classes and it, the, the professor left and she was just like, you're on at your own vices where you have to work and together to figure out your e-portfolio, which I've been working on. And there was this one student, I'm not going to mention her name, but um, uh, she mentioned that like she, she's been teaching social studies and ELA. And one thing that's been working is this Kahoot-like uh, application, I, I believe it's called GameKit, and basically it has all these kind of games that are um, educational friendly. Where it's like Among Us, it's uh, the floor is lava, basically kind of games that like you know kids, whether it be high school, elementary, or even middle school, would know and would more than likely play. So <clears throat> she started showing us that. And then I was like, I'm gonna snag this. Like, I'm, I'm really use this in my classroom. And then come, I wanna say that was a Wednesday of last week, come Friday, I was just like, all right, let's just try this right after the exam. Um, and it worked. The kids were going nuts for it. They were like, yo, this is so much fun. One kid today, I tried it today. And then he was like, can we play after class? I was like, maybe if we um, have enough time. We actually didn't, but like it, the kids were going nuts for it. Cause like it, it's, it's relatable, you know, inter um, kind of uh, personal where it's like, here's a game that I know, but it's educational, but also like I, I, I low key like it cause it, it, it relates to that game, right? But back to the hand of like teacher burnout, I was just like, man, like these kids are making me feel like, feel it where I'm just like thinking about like, how can I make my classroom more fun? How can I make it relatable and engaging to these kids in the last coming months of the school year? And I find that like all this unnecessary kind of picking at data at this point where it's become like everything's up in the air and the data is obviously askew where we feel that there is this need to constantly, constantly pick and prod something that <laughs> isn't realistic, right? If you have students that are not at grade level now, they probably weren't at, you know, last year. They're probably like maybe two, three, probably, worst cases, you know, even further beyond than like, you know, than like, you would have thought or could have imagined because I have certain kids that their um, lexicon and the lexile scores are extremely low for their for their grade. So you wonder what happened and then you start thinking about how can I, you know, help them. And that leads to um, a little bit of like, you know, of critical thinking, right? And then you're thinking about like, how can I assist these children? But then you're, there's so many other things that are being thrown at you that you eventually do burn out. I believe that's what happened to me. But um, I, <laughs> I guess that um, what I want to talk about is in terms of like, how do we avoid that for kids, right? Make engaging content, speak to other educators, like David said, tag out, or just reach out to anybody. 
on you know any platform you got instagram hit them up hey what are you doing in your classroom um if if you can't find that avenue like dave was talking about then find an alternative and kind of seek it right or you know ask like there's so many great educators on like social media that they're like hey what's your advice for like my kids are burnt out and now i'm feeling it now what should i do one of the key things for me is like you know being on the podcast where I'm just like talking to you all and like, you know, just telling like how I'm feeling and like, what should I do? Do you guys have any advice? I don't know because like I think a lot of educators have different ways of dealing with burnout, whether it be working out, um, you know, watching their favorite show or just sitting at home reading a book which is fun too or just watching their favorite show and just vegging with their family like this past weekend i was gonna record did some grad school homework then i was like man i'm tapped out like i i really didn't feel like doing anything and i was just like you know what like i'm i'm not gonna um what's it called um i was actually working on the on the website so i was just like you know what i'll record the next day so it was yesterday um, in terms of like I'll record essentially today. And I was just like, it's fun. But like, I, I just felt like if I don't feel energized, right, to kind of record, then the podcast episode would probably come out um, untruthful, um, low energy, right? So I was just like, you know what, I'm going to record tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll feel better. And it worked. Sometimes you just need a break. And it's not bad to say that you need a break. And I keep feeling where, I know it's funny on Instagram, I see it all the time, where teachers are like, don't feel bad if you don't take a break. Well, I mean, one can say that, but like internally, like for me, I feel horrible. And that's because like of all the things that are thrown at teachers right now, right? We don't know anything about the state exams. We have to prepare the children for whatever that, um, uh, whatever happens with it, right? So you, because you want your kids to ultimately do well, because you know these these tests do have a weight in terms of determining their future, which is scary to think about. But um, you know, I have to keep telling myself it's okay. It's okay to take a break. Like you, you've been working all week. You're doing grad school, beginning your website up, which is going to come soon. Um, just FYI for those uh, listeners out there that are, you know, being attentive to the show. You know, it is coming soon. But, um, you know, you got to give yourself that grace period where you're just like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's an off button. There's got to be an off button because if you're constantly putting pressure out there for yourself to perform, to uh, kind of create this um, mythical data that's proving nothing this year, right? Or these lessons that are super robust because you feel like they're, you don't know what's going to happen, so you're just planning for, you know, the inevitable, which is, which is great in essence, but like, you know, it doesn't have to be like that all the time. And you should allow yourself to kind of take in um, your interests, right? What you like, what you want to do. 
what you enjoy, right? Because if you don't, then this job is going to become a job. It's not going to become a profession or a passion, right? Because teachers should be passionate about what they do. And if you don't hit the reset button, then it's kind of like, I think of it as like an overrun uh, computer machine, right? Where Or laptop, where it's constantly going, going, going. You, you're eventually the the battery is going to give, right? It's going to overheat and then it eventually needs time to cool down. So if you don't give yourself times of, or moments of, you know, enjoyment that you are going to be running on, on, on fumes and, and it's going to seep to your classroom. That's not good. So don't stress yourself out. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to tell yourself that, you know, I can go out with, you know, following, you know, safety, like go out, hang out with your friends, family members, and just take time to be yourself and do the things that you enjoy. And then that's one of the things that like I needed to do this weekend. So I hope you stay tuned. Uh, Don't forget to leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever my podcast is streaming on Anchor about, you know, how I'm doing, give it a rating, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. You are listening to listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers Lens.